The future can seem pretty daunting. While uncertain, it's inevitable. And while we can worry about the future, whether it's in the context of climate change or otherwise, we should also have hope in the physical embodiment of the future, young people. You are not mature enough to tell it like it is. Even that burden you leave to us children. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice and a living planet. I want there to be peace everywhere, but my brothers and I are still working on that. We call BS! I'm Sophia Donskoy, and on this first episode of Enviro Positive, I'll be giving everyone something to look forward to. You're listening to an exclusive podcast with the UCLA Radio News Team. While the media may make it seem like there are only a few key young voices speaking out about issues like climate change, gun control, and education, that isn't exactly the case. We're familiar with and inspired by powerful speakers like Greta Thunberg, Emma Gonzalez, and Malala Yousafzai, all of whom you heard just seconds ago, but the truth is, there are so many other brave, young, and inspiring student activists across the globe. The faces of activism are more than who we see on screen. They occupy classrooms, offices, and government buildings. They are the people who see world problems in their everyday lives and take it upon themselves to make a life mission to solve them. As put by my friend and student activist Faith Ward, What keeps me going is that we do have real potential to fix these things and to try to make things even a little bit better. Of course, it helps when you have a platform. Nowadays, most people have social media to communicate, but actually physically affecting change is a lot more difficult. That's why activists like to team up with organizations and plan their efforts. Speaking from firsthand experience, it's hard to organize what seems like a simple march, for example. On the surface, you just need attendees, but digging deeper, you realize that you need to reserve a space, many of which cost money, have restrooms, plan a route, and have water as well as other resources for the attendees, which requires a planning committee composed of trustworthy and hardworking individuals. Activism faces the common coordination problem found in social science, because when others join, the personal cost of participating becomes lower. That's because there's safety in numbers. If one person wants to protest, they're more likely to get arrested than if 3,000 others protest with them. Also, more people on board usually means that the cause is more likely to be noticed and addressed, making personal costs like gas, time, and energy worth it. Organizations do their best to reduce personal costs through strong leadership and clear channels of communication. The environmental organizations that do this are numerous, and I got to speak with leaders in one that particularly specializes in youth activism, the Living Closer Foundation. LCF stands for the Living Closer Foundation, and basically we are just a foundation that is for the environment, for kids' health. It's the idea to get kids concerned and focused on things that will impact us in the future and impact us now. You just heard from Eva and Tira, two members of the Living Closer Foundation. The foundation aims to create advocacy opportunities for students like themselves to become leaders in health and the environment. Its frameworks related to health, environment, education, and advocacy, all of which are naturally intertwined, allow youth from as early as elementary school to begin affecting environmental change in their communities. The reason young people these days like them are so passionate about climate issues is simple. They've been left with a huge mess before most of them were even born. They didn't manufacture the plastic, drill the oil, or pollute the seas. The generations before them did, and they have to face all of the consequences. Even so, they're surprisingly hopeful. 
I feel like there's a lot of people who try to like downplay the situation for their own gains. And I think by looking at the youth when they have really nothing to lose in this situation, like we're the people who are gonna have to suffer with this. Like we're the people that have to like battle this like head on. And so like seeing that we're not alone in this fight and like that there's other people like trying to like help us and support us that are around our age, I think it was inspiring. But a lot of people um, don't really know how to handle at our age so I think that like having like organizations like the living closer that incorporate like youth into their message is very vital to like spreading the message. You might be thinking it's cool the kids are joining and creating organizations to speak their minds in the face of climate crisis but what are they actually doing? Well for starters organizations help people make personal changes in their own lives to reduce their carbon footprints but they also have a much greater pull that's a little bit less obvious. Gen Z is the target generation for a lot of marketing thanks to their huge presence on social media. They've grown up in front of screens, and corporations are doing everything they can to cater to this widely available audience, even if that means pulling the sustainability card and actually going green. And that's how young people really affect change. They're not standing for anything that harms the planet, and they're pretty vocal about it. The strength of climate activism lies in the youth's powerful voice and subsequent conscious consumerism. Though they're leading the movement, climate activism isn't reserved for the young and eloquent. With social media, existing orgs like the Living Closer Foundation and Smart Daily Choices, anyone can be a climate activist. So let's follow in the footsteps of the enviro-positive kids changing the world by joining them in their pursuit for a livable future. If you're in the Miami area and looking to participate in some youth climate activism this week, you can meet me and many others at the Zero Hour Youth Climate Summit from July 12th to 14th. Register at www.thisiszerohour.org Miami. Thanks to the Living Closer Foundation, UCLA Radio, and Emma for making this podcast possible. And for more information about the Living Closer Foundation, visit www.livingcloser.com. Quick shout out to all the parents who raise smart, passionate kids who are changing the world. For UCLA Radio News, I'm Sophia Donskoy. Stay Enviro Positive.